praise the name of the Lord. Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seats of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he meditates on the word day and night. The Bible said if you do it, you shall be like a tree. My God, planted by. I mean, every word in this verse is a whole message. A tree, that's one. Planted, that's two. By, my God, where? The rivers of what? Of water. A tree planted by the rivers of water that what? Bring it forth fruit in his season. He says his leaf, amen, shall not wither. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. Praise the name. Let's glorify the Lord for that word today. My God, my God, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Praise God. Lord, I need you today. I need you, Lord. I need you. I need your direction. Help me, God. Oh, Lord, to deliver this word. Lord God, let it saturate the hearts of your people. Lord God, let your people be fed with your word. Lord God, not with me, not with my voice. Lord God, not with my stature, but let folks be fed. Oh God, with you and you only, with your words that you will use me as a vessel today to speak, Lord God. Help me not to be puffed up, Lord, but Lord, help me to be humbled in the, before your presence, before your people today. I pray, God, that somebody would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I pray that somebody will be baptized in Jesus' name today. And for that, we thank you in advance right now. And everybody shout in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Would you greet somebody and say, I'm praying for you to have an upgraded life. I'm praying for you to have an upgraded life. I want to preach to you today part two, amen, of the upgraded life. The upgraded life. The first revelation that we got with this upgraded life was that God would give us beauty for ashes. That he would give us the oil of joy for our mourning. 
and that God would give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I'm grateful to God that I've got beauty. I'm grateful to God that I've got oil and I've got joy and I've got a praise down on the inside that I cannot keep to myself. And if that's you in this house this morning, would you just bless the Lord with a praise, with the garment of praise that he's given you, amen, with those beautiful faces, amen. Would you bless the Lord with a praise on this morning? Lord, I love you. Would you tell him you love him? Would you bless his name? Would you exalt him? Amen. He's wonderful. Amen. He's the counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the prince of all peace. Amen. And he's my God. Somebody say he's the alpha and he's the omega. He's the first and he's the last. He's my God. I wish you would say it in the atmosphere today. That's my God. And in him will I give all the glory, honor, and the praises. Shout praise the Lord in here. Feel like preaching already? Amen, but I'm going to take my time today so I can get through this. There's a lot to unpack in this text. Amen. The book of Psalms, we understand when we read through the book of Psalms, it's comforting. It's a, it's a book of comfort. Amen. I believe the book of Psalms is it's one of the most loved books of the Bible because the Psalms is a book filled with music amen it's filled with music some call it uh psalm songs hymns and spiritual songs and in both ephesians chapter 5 and the 19th verse and colossians chapter 3 and the 16th verse we find where paul commands the believers to sing these psalms and spiritual songs thereby singing and making melody to the lord in your heart ephesians 19 amen 5 and 19 and it teaches uh and and it admonished, admonished us amen one another in all wisdom to sing these songs of melody and let the melody be made to the Lord with our hearts and the Psalms has a poetic background that it uh, when you read the Psalms it ushers in a person into a peaceful presence of God Psalms is a book of prayer amen just as it is a book of music it's a book of prayer and praise to the lord there there's psalms that we read of uh lament and where they they're in deep sorrow there are then psalms where the psalmist is asking god to kill and to destroy all of their enemies amen then there are psalms of praise there's psalms of excitement because god has already delivered them and they're glad that God delivered. It's music and you can't really move an army without music, 
amen, God, amen, amen, tells Jehoshaphat, amen, would you get all the praisers and the singers and the worshipers? I know that the enemy is against you and he's bigger than you, but if you put the worshipers and the music on the front lines, when you go into the enemy's camp, amen, through the praise that you're giving to me, I'll destroy the enemy. And so it's music to our ears. You can't really move people, amen, sometimes without music. They'll stand up like a statue, but when you start uh, beating the drum and you start playing the keyboard and you hear the bass guitar, people then start to do a little move, amen, in their area. Praise the name of the Lord. As a matter of fact, the music of the Psalms and the poetic words of the Psalms were used at many festivals and used at many feasts throughout the word of God. It blesses our soul. I'm going somewhere. Walk with me. It blesses our souls when we listen to this music in the book of Psalms. It's beautiful mu music and it touches the soul. Uh -huh. Psalms like, oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies and thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, amen, and thy, the work of thy fingers, the moon, when I consider the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man, he says, that, is, uh, that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou visitest him, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, that's that's beautiful music. It's music that grips our soul. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting door, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. The king of glory shall come in. The Psalms is full of music. It says, fret not yourselves because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass. And they shall wither away. Beautiful music in the Psalms. Amen. Can I tell you that so beautiful? and it soothes the soul as the deer panteth. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. After the water brooks, so doth my soul after thee, O oh God. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he, he delighteth in his ways. Have mercy upon me, O God. Amen. According to thy loving Hallelujah. 
according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Oh, glory to God. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away. Have you ever prayed those psalms? Cast me not away from thy presence. Lord, take not thy spirit from me. In spite of my doings, in spite of my coming and my going, Lord, take not thy spirit from me. Amen. But create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew the right spirit within me he also says to make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye lands he says to serve the lord can you stand and just worship him right now Psalms, Lord, for it blesses my soul. It blesses my soul. If you're in the room today and you're going through anything, turn to the book of Psalms. Just begin to read Psalms 23. Aye, aye, aye. I'm trying to get through this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green. Have you ever considered green pastures? Born into a world of darkness. Have you ever considered in the midst of the darkness in your life, consider green pastures. Consider when you can see beyond darkness. Amen. You can't see in the dark, but there's a supernatural pasture. Amen. That you can see in the realm of the spirit. He maketh you to lie down in the midst of your darkness. You may think you're in darkness, but you're lying down in green pastures and when you lay in green pastures he restoreth my soul yea do I walk through the valley of the shadow I'm trying to preach this thing through the shadows of death you know what Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. 
thy rod, thy staff comforts me. I'm trying to get to Psalms 1. It comforts me. The rod and the staff of God comforts me. My God. Prepare us a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Woo. I didn't know this was going to be this hard. My, my, my. Just give the Lord a praise. Just give him a praise. I've, I got to preach. I got to preach this. I got I to gotta preach this. This text. Psalms chapter 1. It introduces us to the way or a life in which uh, we may find true happiness and uh, fulfillment in our lives. The psalm also, it also warns us of sure, eventual, and eternal destruction if we do not follow the ways of God. This psalm, psalms chapter 1 this idea in Psalms chapter 1 it's illustrated amen by Jesus amen on the Mount Olivet the Sermon on the Mount recorded in the book of Matthew it was in the last section of the sermon at Mount Olivet that Jesus is now preaching to the people and he's preaching and he begins to list a series of contrasts. Follow me now. Amen. There's a contrast that he's preaching to the people. He lists this series of contrasts between which choices must be made. Number one, he talks about two gates. And he says it was the straight gate and it was the broad gate. He talks of another contrast about two roads. He says there's a road to destruction and then there's a road to everlasting life. He talked about two trees. Amen. There's two types of fruit. Amen. Which was the good tree that produces the good fruit. But then there is the corrupt tree that produces corrupt fruit. He talked about two houses and he talked about two foundations which was the house built on a rock and a, and a house built upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it didn't fall because it was founded upon the rock and then Jesus gives us the contrast between these two and we see some of this sermon in Matthew chapter 7 enter through the narrow gate the Bible says in verse 13 for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leadeth to destruction and many there be that go through it but small 
small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life and only few there be which find it and again he gives two options to the people that there are facts that, that facts that are factual on living an upgraded life it's either this way or it is that way it's either the godly way or it is the ungodly way it's either the righteous or it is the wicked the text gives us the same contrast we see in Matthew, the, the Sermon on the Mount. When we look at Psalms 1, amen, it says, it talks about a, a contrast between the blessed man. And it talks a lot about the blessed man. If the, the, if, if the man goes by this route, if that man takes this road, if he goes this way then he becomes a blessed man he didn't begin a blessed man but he becomes a blessed man then he talks about a cursed man if a man follows this way and he goes down that road he is a curse in a human being amen so verse one talks about a blessed life which is an upgraded life and then verse four through six amen talks about the ungodly man which is the cursed life so my simple question for the church on this sunday is do you want to upgrade or not Do you want a blessed life or do you want a cursed life? When we talk about a blessed life, it is defined as a life filled with supernatural joy. There's a difference between happiness and joy. There's a difference. There's a, there's a vast difference because, amen, you can be happy without joy. You can be excited about a thing and be all happy about it, but still not have joy because happiness is a, a, a horizontal, uh, it's a horizontal situation, amen, uh, but joy is a supernatural, it's a vertical situation, amen, joy comes from God. Blessed life allows you to be satisfied in the Lord. I won't take my time. Amen. The blessed life causes you to be satisfied in God because to be blessed speaks of a genuine satisfaction or that you are supernaturally full of the joy of the Lord. A blessed person is one who is set apart. That's the blessed person. The blessed person is set apart. A blessed person is consecrated. That's why you bring the bottle of olive oil and say, Pastor, would you consecrate? Would you bless this bottle? Amen. A blessed man, a blessed woman is one that is consecrated, one that is holy, and one that is righteous and separated. Blessed person doesn't live in fear. 
A blessed person, amen, doesn't live in worry. Amen, worried about all kinds. A blessed man, a blessed woman doesn't live that type of life. Amen, because they've got something that is supernatural. It's supernatural joy from the Holy Ghost. So firstly, to be blessed is to have satisfaction in the Lord. That's the upgraded life that we seek after. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that does not stand in the way of sinners and does not sit in the seats of the scornful. And we got to pay attention here at this particular verse in verse number one because it's a progression that the Bible is giving us. This is where we find that contrast of being blessed or being cursed. This progression here, amen, is uh, of the, progress, the progression of the cursed life. Blessed is the man that does not walk. Everybody say walk. Blessed is the man that does not stand. Everybody say stand. Blessed is the man that does not sit. Because if you walk with the ungodly, amen, it won't be too long before you stop walking with the ungodly and you begin to stand with the ungodly. And if you stand with the ungodly, it won't be long before you're now sitting with the ungodly. So you've got to be careful of the progression of a cursed life. Amen. Because a cursed life will have you walk, then stand and sit. If you're walking, standing, and sitting with them, you then forfeit the opportunity to be blessed by God. Just a little more monitor. Walk, stand, then sit. Matter of fact, that's some good revelation. You ought to, put, you ought to write that down. Secondly, you must be separated from the world or separated from worldliness. We'll work this text today. I got to make disclaimer here too because, amen, I'm not telling you that you cannot be in the world, amen, but I'm saying you cannot be of the world. I'm not saying you can't have friends that are in the world, but amen, you've got to be the influencer in that relationship. Because if you're not the influence, it's either one or two. Amen, if you're not influence, influencing, then they are influencing you. Somebody say, my, I'm, I, I need an upgrade. I, I just need an upgrade. I'm not talking about the car. I'm not talking about the house. I'm talking about your soul, your spirit. So then we can't be in the world and of the world. Amen. It's, it's, it's kind of like a boat that's on water. When a boat is on the water, it's on the water, but the water's not in the boat. You can be in the world, but you don't be of the world. Because if the water goes in the boat, my sister...
So you must influence them and not allow them to influence you. That's why Jesus taught his disciples. And he said, go ye therefore into all the world, teaching them and baptizing them in the name, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things oh praise the name of the lord and i gotta stop right here and say that he said the commandment was amen baptizing them in the name understand that that name is a singular word it is not a plural word i'm gonna preach right here amen it's not a plural word which tells us to be baptized amen in other names or or, or in other in other words and in other ways but the bible jesus is speaking and when jesus is speaking you ought to pay attention amen jesus is simply saying baptize them paul baptize them peter baptize them philip in my name in the name of the father can i tell you that amen if he is the son he's got to be the father as well because you can't be a a father without being a son that's why he said i and my i and my father are one baptizing them in the name of jesus and you got to be careful Amen. You've got to be careful, people of God. Amen. You've got to do it by the word of God. There's so many examples in the word of God that tells us about the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. I understand some of us have been baptized in different ways, and that's okay. I'm glad that you did that. At least you had a mind to serve the Lord. But there's another step that we've got to take. Amen. And you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Because it's in the name that you find remission. You find the washing away of your sins in the name of Jesus Christ. So there's a contrast in Psalms chapter 1. My God, time has already gone and I'm not even halfway. Amen. And so you got to be careful with whose side you're on. You got to be careful of the people that's in your life. Amen. Because some people will cause you to walk with them on their journey to becoming ungodly. Just because they do it doesn't mean that you ought to do it. Just because they walked out doesn't mean that you ought to walk out just because they threw in the tower doesn't mean that you ought to throw in the tower and in this last day you need to be careful amen who comes into your anointed space because when your anointed space amen is uh, is is projected by a projectile by a person amen they begin now to remove the anointing that's on you so you got to be careful who comes in your space you got to be six feet get this i need six I need six feet. Stay away. I I use that because that's what they said in 2020. Six feet. That's what they said. I need six feet. At least the six feet, I won't catch what you throw in. Amen. What you're giving out, I I won't catch. Amen. Somebody clap your hands and praise God. There's some people that don't mean you any good. 
And I'll never forget, I think it was over 20 years ago, where Bishop started to tell us, there's some people you use a fork. But then there's some people, you need some scissors or a knife, and you need to cut them off real quick. Because if you don't cut them off, I feel help in the house. You're hanging around people who are always full of gossip and full of slander. Amen. My God, you've, you've got to cut those folks off. Amen. You, you talk to the dial tone. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't call my matter of fact. Don't look at the phone and psh. you got to make the noise with it. Psh. Some people are causing you to sell out on what you believe. What you've believed, what God has inputted into your heart. Some people are causing you to sell out. Amen. And in this last day, amen, you've got to be careful because it's in this day that people are going to try to cause you to sell out. Oh, don't do it like they do. You don't got to go through all of that. Yes, you do. Can I tell you that this apostolic life, amen, it's not a life of rules and regulations. This apostolic walk, this apostolic life is a life of blessings. Because at least I've got something to keep me in alignment with God. Amen. I don't need to be somewhere. Amen. My God help me today. Where, amen, everything is all let down and every. I ain't scared of nobody. The Bible says holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. And can I tell you that holiness don't start on the outside. It starts on the inside. So if your holiness, amen, and you're trying to be holy on the outside all the time, it don't work that way. You can't go down that street because you can't hang on to it. You've got to get holiness deep in your soul. Clap your hands and praise him. I'm talking about a blessed life. You've got to walk with God. Because the progression is, if you're walking with them, it won't be long before you stand with them. And you sit with them. And you lose your blessing. You lose your upgraded. It's repossessed. ain't let nobody repossess my anointing i ain't let nobody repossess my blessing that god has given me so the main idea is for us to become a blessed people and to do that we must be separated from the world so again the two differences are to be a righteous man or woman and to or or to be an ungodly and a wicked man or woman i believe i i want to be the blessed man i want to be blessed of god i want the blessings of god in my life I want to be blessed in the city. Amen. I want to be blessed in the field. I want to be blessed when I come and when I go. I want to be blessed in my health. I want to be blessed in my finances. I want to have a blessed mindset. I want everything around me and my life to be blessed. If that's your testimony, you ought to say, Lord, bless me indeed. Bible said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel 
of the ungodly, nor standeth, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Then he says in the second verse, verse number two, but his delight, amen, his delight, his love, what he loves, what he delights in, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, does he meditate on it day and on it on at night? So to live a righteous life, we must learn to delight and love the word of God. And some people got this thing where they don't read the word of God until when the, pra- the pastor gives his text. And you see it on the screen. That's the only time you read the word of God. Can I tell you that if you don't read the word of God, you will not grow? The word of God is the water to your growth. So if you're sa- if you leave in churches talking about I ain't growing, well, it's your fault. You're not growing because you're not feeding yourself. It's not the church that the, the church, amen. It's a it's it's a place that serves the people. We're here to serve you, but you've got to get your in the word of God for yourself. When you go home after the pastor or the preacher preaches, go to the Bible. Let me see if everything that the pastor said is truth. Try the spirit. Amen. Look at it. Read it for yourself. Study it. The Bible says study to show yours. It's a long message. But his delight is in the laws of the Lord. And in order to love God's word, you've got to read God's word. He, he didn't just say to read it, but he said to meditate upon it. Amen. In other words, number two, we must be saturated by the word of God. Amen. Oh, praise God. We've got to be saturated. How can you be given a blessed life without meditating on the words of God? So the focus is to become blessed. A blessed person through three things. Living a righteous life, delighting in or loving God's word, and meditating on God's word. And when we live by these three principles, people of God, we become candidates for an upgraded life. The writer of Psalms chapter 1 gives us a question to answer. He gives us a choice to make. He he gives us a contrast between godly and ungodly. Amen. The godly chooses the straight gate and the narrow way but the ungodly chooses the wide gate and the broad way. The godly way is to do what the word says. That's why the Bible tells me in John chapter three except a man be born again of the water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God can I tell you people of God that that's the godly way that's the upgraded life that's the blessed life salvation is the blessed way to go that's the right way to go Acts chapter 2 tells us while Peter was preaching Jesus to the people they asked the question Peter I hear you preaching and I'm living an ungodly life but I want to live a blessed life I want to live a godly life so Peter what it is what is it that we do Peter said unto them amen repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy
Holy Ghost. Can I tell you that that's the godly way? Amen. It's the godly way. It's the way of salvation. And don't you go out there, people of God, and lose your salvation. You got to come back. I call every backslider back to God right now. If you've backslid, I call you back. Amen. In the house of God. Amen. To get back God in your soul. Get him back in your spirit because that's the blessed life. There was a man in the book of Acts chapter 8 who was an ungodly man by the name of Simon. And I'm almost finished here. But Simon, Simon was, Simon was a sorcerer. Amen. He was one that bewitched the people. Amen. With fortune telling. Amen. Reading people's palms and whatnot. Amen. He bewitched the people. And the Bible says that one of the disciples by the name of Philip, the Bible said that Philip was preaching in that same city where Simon the sorcerer, amen, was bewitching the people. He was preaching in the city. The things concerning the kingdom of God and he began to preach baptism in Jesus name and the people were baptized that very same day in the name of Jesus and that same ungodly man Simon the sorcerer he heard the words of the preacher and the Bible said that then Simon himself the ungodly Simon the ungodly witch that bewitched the people amen the ungodly man and when he heard the words of the man of God the Bible said that he was baptized right then and there and he continued with Philip what a beautiful transformation of an ungodly life into becoming a godly man Simon wanted an upgrade he wanted to live an upgraded life because the life that he was living amen did not have supernatural blessing. That life only had brief moments of satisfaction. You ever been there where you only had brief moments of satisfaction? Then the next minute you're upset, you're mad, you're feeling pain in your mind, you're crying, your emotions are all out of whack. Amen. That's because there is a transformation that you need in your life that will help you live a blessed life. Simon, his life was changed. His status was changed. Simon got supernatural joy. He got the blessed life. And I'm here to tell anybody today that needs it, that just like Simon went from being ungodly to godly, you can too. Amen. I'm, I'm here to preach Jesus to everybody today. The text tells us in Psalms chapter 1 and verse 3, it gives us the benefits of the upgraded life. Now I can preach. The benefits of salvation. The benefits of getting that upgraded life from God. In other words, he says, and he shall be like a tree. The upgraded life gives you 
strength like a tree. Can I tell you about a tree? That when a tree is planted, you can't just go push that tree down. The winds may come. Amen. The rains may come. And some trees will fall. But if you're living the upgraded life, you're living the blessed life, your tree ain't falling. Can I tell you that it's a supernatural tree? You're a supernatural. You shall be like a supernatural tree planted. He says, amen. And understand that he wasn't always planted. There was some work to be done, Minister Anglin. And he became planted. Amen. So there's got to be, a, there's a contract. So there's got to be a change. There's got to be a decision for somebody to make. Either I'm going to be planted or I'm going to be like a chaff that when the wind blows, amen, you're like a chaff that the wind draws away. Amen. Do you want to continue living a life, amen, that's a worldly life, a cursed life, that when the Lord blows the trumpet and then the trumpet shall sound, they that are alive and remain will go up, but you're still on the earth. The Bible gives two contrasts that there's some people, two will be in the field, one will go and the other will be left. Lord, help me today. Two will be grinding at the mill. One gone and the other left. I don't want to be on the ungodly side. Can I tell you that this is the hour. I know this isn't a popular message. But this is the hour. This is the season that we've got to begin to look up. Because our redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back very soon. And if he's coming back, I've got to be in that number. And I go to prepare a place for you. And when I go, amen, there you should be be also I don't want to be left behind I don't want to be left here on this earth I've got to go when Jesus comes it's the benefits of an upgraded life you shall be like a tree amen amen it's the benefits of the upgraded life planted by the rivers of water that's the benefits of the upgraded life in other words you're planted on a sure foundation you're planted on a firm foundation the bible says in matthew 7 and 25 that you're like a house that is built upon a rock and when the rain descends when the floods came the winds blows and beat upon your house it fell not for why because it was founded upon the rock that's the benefits of an upgraded life you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water planted on a sure foundation which signifies if you're planted by the rivers of water you're planted by the streams of the Holy Ghost I want to be planted by the streams of the Holy Spirit. I want to be planted by the streams, the rivers of God. Because if you're not planted by the rivers of water, you can't bring forth no fruit. Says, he says, amen, you're planted by the rivers of water and you shall bring forth fruit in his 
season and your leaves shall not wither and whatsoever you do shall prosper but can I tell you today amen that it is your choice today if you rather live a blessed life or you rather live a cursed life a blessed life gives you supernatural joy amen a life filled with salvation a life connected to the power and to the spirit of God that whatever you do shall prosper but the ungodly life would you stand with me I'm going to end with this the ungodly life the Bible said that the ungodly are not so but the ungodly are like a chaff which the wind driveth away therefore the ungodly shall not and will not stand in the judgment. You know what that means? That when God comes to judge the world, you won't be there. He won't stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation. Look at the congregation. In the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth everything that we do. Would you play softly? The Lord knows all things. And he understands all things. And we've got to make all things right. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish it's a contrast